Hey guys, it's Brooke Eagle, and today's episode is something a little bit different uh, that we haven't done before, but it is something that's been on my heart and on my brain. It is going to be 10 life lessons in 20 minutes or less to stick with our 20-minute time cap that we like to have our episodes in. So without further ado, number one. There is something that I recently heard, well, it's been about a year ago, and it kind of, it really changed the way I think about things, and it's glass balls versus plastic balls, and this one is a little bit hard to explain, so I'm going to read the quote that I found this from. Okay. One time, I was at a Q&A with Nora Roberts, and someone asked her how to balance writing and kids, and she said that the key to juggling is to know that some of the balls you have in the air are made of plastic, and some are made of glass. And if you drop a plastic ball, it bounces. No harm done. If you drop a glass ball, it shatters. So you have to know which balls are glass and which are plastic and prioritize catching the glass ones. Nora was not talking about juggling five balls. She was talking about juggling 55 balls. The balls don't represent family or work. There are separate balls for everything that goes into each of these categories. Deadline on Project Y or Crazy Sock Day at School. And her point, addressing a room full of women, was not prioritize kids over work. It was, some kids' stuff is glass and some is plastic. And sometimes, to catch a glass work ball, you have to drop a plastic family one, and that's okay. And the reverse is also true. Sometimes, to catch a glass kid ball, something at work has to slide, and that's okay. If you're juggling 55 balls, some are going to drop. So you have to focus not on the broad categories, but on the glass balls. I think about this all the time, and sometimes it's a struggle to know which things are glass balls and which are plastic balls, but if you really sit down and think about it, um, the answer usually comes to you, and like they say, some, some work things are glass and some are plastic, and I'm really trying to do better about focusing on catching those glass balls and remembering that relationships and friendships and family often do have a lot of glass balls that are important not to drop, so... Learn the difference um, and kind of just think about that one. Okay, number two. This one's going to sound kind of harsh, but but I found it to be true in business and in relationships and in friendships, and that is if they don't want you, you don't want them either. And I say that because, you know, I think a lot of people spend a lot of time wanting after a business, business that people that don't necessarily want to do business with them or working on a friendship that's not getting reciprocated or a romantic relationship that's not being reciprocated. Um, And things ebb and flow, but I think a good general rule is if they don't want you, then you don't want them either. Focus your business and your friendships on the people who do want you and who do work on those relationships. Number three, I talked about this on my Instagram story a few weeks ago, and it is be aware of what you consume right when you wake up. This, I've often heard it called your media breakfast. And I heard this at a John Maxwell conference several years ago, and it just really stuck with me. And I kind of fell off the wagon for for a while, but I've recently, about a month ago, kind of hopped back on. And I don't look at my phone right when I wake up anymore because I'm sure many of you are probably guilty of this. I am guilty of it or was for a long, long time. But grabbing your phone right before you even get out of bed, scrolling through your email, scrolling through social media. And the issue with this is that like, 
what if you see a rude email first thing? Or what if you see something on social media that just triggers you and makes you upset? Um, this kind of sets your tone for the day and you don't want to set your tone for the day in a negative, a negative way. I mean, it could be turning on the news and immediately seeing a depressing news story. So to kind of, just to kind of fix this, uh, think about going for a walk right when you wake up. Um, think about watching a positive video or read an inspiring article or just meditate. Sit there and meditate and think about what you're grateful for just for those first few minutes of the day so that you're, you're setting the tone for your day in a good, positive way. And okay, number four, follow your passion. And stop making life decisions based on what others think. One of my favorite uh, sayings is, it's none of your business what people think about you, (laughs) which is kind of a hard pill to swallow, but but it's true. So follow your passion. This could be with your career, um, which is mostly what I'm talking about. If you're in a career that you aren't passionate about, that you don't love, I'm not saying to just quit your job tomorrow, but start making those small moves, you know, maybe start a side hustle, do something to make some small movements to the where eventually you can get to that career that you're passionate about so that you're not spending your whole life in a job that makes you miserable because life is too short for that. (laughs) Okay, number five, Uh, Louis Villager will be proud of me for this one, but wear your sunscreen every day, okay? I didn't used to do it, but now I do it. <laughs> it is so important. I have this like great uh, sunscreen from Louisville Laser, and it's a tinted one, and I love it. But just get in the habit of doing that because, especially if you have like skin cancer genes in your family, because I do, so I needed to be aware of this long before now. But um, I know I'm sure some of y'all listening were the same way, but I was addicted to the tanning bed for. The majority of my teenage years, but now I'm all into the sunscreen, all into the self tanner because I still like to look tan. But there's definitely alternatives for uh, for the tanning bed and for laying out in the sun all the time. And your skin down the road will thank you, I promise. And kind of to piggyback on the wearing sunscreen is just to be an overall advocate for your health. Um, you know that might be genetic counseling to see what kind of what kind of extra risks that you have. Uh, for me, I have a lot of breast cancer history on both sides of my family, and so I have to get I've had to get mammograms and breast MRIs for a lot earlier than most people have to start getting them. And sometimes it's a huge pain, and I don't feel like spending the money on it. I don't feel like taking the time to do it, but I'm like, okay, this is important. This is being an advocate for my health and my future. So take that time to go to the OBGYN every year if you're a woman. Um, go get your annual checkup. It's just, it's so important. Go do it to the dentist every six months. Just be an advocate for your health. And again, your future self will thank you for that. All right, we're halfway done. Number six. This is another quote. And I believe Eleanor Roosevelt said this. And it says, great minds discuss ideas. Average minds discuss events, and small minds discuss people. And this one hits hard for me because the older I get, the more kind of like, I don't know what the word is, like icky, I guess I feel after I have talked bad about somebody or after I'm around people that have been talking bad about somebody. It's just not a good not a good feeling and not a good look. So I encourage you to shoot for having that great mind and discuss ideas, discuss events, but stay away from discussing 
people because it's not in your best interest. It's not going to make you feel better. It's not going to make anybody feel better. So that's, that's one of my favorite quotes. Okay, number seven, moving right along. Practice gratitude. And the reason I say this is because it's nearly impossible to be sad and grateful simultaneously. Um, I know that sounds really simple, but I, I know for me, when I was going through some really, really, really tough times in life, um, that kind of saved me. I would just pause and I would think of three things, either write them down or just think them in my brain, three things that I'm grateful for. And sometimes that's hard. Sometimes if you're going through a tough time, it's hard to even think of one thing. Um, but, you know, we all have something to be grateful for. And just kind of shifting your brain. There's a lot of research about it, but shifting your brain to that gratitude and to that grateful mindset has so much power um, to make you feel better. And it can be a whole mindset shift. If you really get in the habit of it, it can be a mindset shift that can just impact your whole life. Um, so I would encourage you to even consider a gratitude journal. Um, I've done that before, and I've heard of a lot of people having good luck with that, but just jotting down a few things each morning or each evening that you're grateful for, and it's fun to look back at too. Okay, number eight. It's hard to pick a favorite one of these lessons because I think they're all really important, but this one is I'm extra passionate about. But number eight is support local. I feel like it's my like life mission to, to tell everybody to support local, shop small, Stop buying everything from Amazon. I know it's convenient. I know we all do it. I'm not saying I never buy anything from Amazon, but try to find that local option first. It is so crucial for our economy and for the success of our economy. Um, I looked up this fun little thing with some statistics. Top 10 reasons to shop local. Strengthens your local economy. It reduces climate change impacts. It supports community groups. It keeps our community unique. Um, it creates more quality jobs. I think we can all agree we get better customer service at these small businesses. Um, it invests in your community and it encourages local prosperity. Your tax dollars are better spent. And I like this last one. It says, buy what you need. Don't buy the hype. <laughs> I think a lot of us are guilty of this, myself included, where you see something on Instagram or on Facebook or somewhere on tv and you're like oh my gosh i need that but you don't always need it <laughs> so yeah i would encourage you to visit these independent local businesses um i love small business saturday every november i think that's that's hopefully becoming even bigger than black friday and because like i said it's just so important to keep that local money in the economy um it conserves your tax dollars and these local business owners, um, I have the, the pleasure and the honor of working with so many of them, but they, they're the ones who are donating to your kids' school silent auction and the ones who, who you can ask for for donations. It's not necessarily these big box stores who, who are doing that. So shift your mindset, shop local. It's important. And Winston-Salem, I think, does a great job with this, but always, always room for growth. Okay, number nine. Move your body <laughs> in a way that you love. So I'm a big fan of exercise, but I'm an even bigger fan of exercising in a way that you love because I think you're never going to stick with something if it's something that you hate doing. So if you hate running, don't run. <laughs> if you hate um, 
you know, lifting weights, don't lift weights. Find something that you love doing that you look forward to doing. And it doesn't have to be a stereotypical workout. It can be, uh, my mom recently found her love for paddleboarding and she paddleboards, the woman paddleboards like every day, even in the winter. It's crazy. She'll be out there in her wetsuit <laughs> paddleboarding and she loves it. She is addicted to it. So find that active activity that just puts your heart on fire that you look forward to doing. Find people that you love to do it with, like-minded people. Um, and the other thing to this is remember that a workout doesn't have to be some like super high intense, like stressful thing. Like if it's maybe you do a high intense workout one day and then the next day you go for a long walk for with the dogs or you go, you know, paddleboarding, something that's just more low impact. So do things you love, move your body, your, your future self will thank you. I keep saying that, but that's the recurring theme here. Your future self will thank you. Okay, number 10, last but certainly not least, is such a cliche one, but something that I just have had a whole new uh, respect for in the last couple years, but it is that practice makes perfect. Um, I am kind of, not embarrassed to admit, but kind of embarrassed to admit that I, in the past, have kind of surrounded myself with someone who told me that I couldn't do things, that I would never be able to do things. And it really kind of changes the way your brain thinks. So I encourage you to kind of surround yourself with people who do tell you that you can do it because you can, you can do anything. So just a really silly example that I have is curling my hair. I could not curl my hair for the life of me, like ever. And I just would always say like, oh, I can't, I can't do that. I don't know how to curl my hair. I tried a couple of times and I couldn't do it. And the, it's just like comical to think that you can try something once or twice and think that you're going to be good at it. Like that typically with most things, unfortunately, doesn't happen. So I finally got fed up with not being able to curl my hair and I watched a bunch of YouTube videos and I sat there and practiced with my cold curling iron with it off for like hours. And lo and behold, I learned how to curl my hair because I practiced. And I mean, the same goes for anything. It could be a skill that you want to learn. Um, snowboarding. I didn't think I would ever be able to learn how to snowboard, but I got out there and busted my ass a few times, many, many times actually. And you just kind of slowly get better at things. And practice makes perfect. So I, I think that applies in life to learning skills, but I also think it applies to changing your mindset, changing your relationships, growing your business. Um, practicing all these things will make them eventually perfect. So keep on practicing. Okay, so that was my 10. And I hope y'all enjoyed this. It was definitely less than 20 minutes. I'm, I'm less than 15 minutes. I talk fast when I get nervous, I guess. <laughs> But I hope y'all enjoy these 10 life lessons. You can follow me on Instagram. Um, sometimes I like to post inspirational, motivational things like this. My handle is Brooke underscore underscore Eagle. And then, of course, Forsyth Mags has lots of positive content like this as well. We like to be a positive light for our community. We're definitely not the news. The news is great and we need the news, but we're not the news. We're more of a positive positive light. So I hope that you'll give us a follow as well at Forsyth Mags, ForsythMags.com. All of our content is on there. And I hope to see you at one of our future events. We have girls night out events every month and we have a big tour de boutique event coming up to uh, 
support local because we're all about shopping small on Saturday, October 2nd. And you can find more details about that on our Forsyth Mags social media as well. So that is a wrap for today. The views and opinions stated on this podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily those of our distributors or hosting companies. This podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without expressed written consent of Forsyth Magazines Incorporated. Ooh, that's a mouthful.